It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. Tonight's headlines. Daily COVID cases fall to a one-month low. People will be able to submit their nominations for May's chief executive poll from April the 3rd. And the Registration and Electoral Office says the personal information of 15,000 electors has accidentally been leaked. Daily COVID cases in Hong Kong have fallen to a one-month low of 10,405, down from about 13,000 the previous day. Wendy Wong has the details. Ever since daily coronavirus figures surged into five digits exactly one month ago, they've stayed well above the 10,000 mark. Today's tally of 10,405 new cases, including 4,500 lab-tested cases and 5,800 infections uncovered via rapid tests, is the closest Hong Kong has come since to falling back down below five digits. The number of deaths also fell, with the hospital authority reporting 162 COVID-related fatalities over the past day. Around half were residents of care homes, and most were aged 65 or above. Another 30 deaths that occurred earlier were also added to the tally. The last time the cumulative daily death toll was below 200 was back on March the 4th. For the entire fifth wave of infections, almost 1.1 million people have caught COVID, while the death toll is at 6,749, a fatality rate of 0.61%. Meanwhile, the authority also announced that recovered COVID patients will be eligible for 10 free-of-charge consultations with Chinese medicine doctors at these clinics. People will be able to submit their nominations for May's chief executive poll from April the 3rd. An official notice in the Gazette says nominations will be accepted only during office hours until Friday, April the 14th, two days ahead of the official deadline. The poll takes place on May the 8th, having been delayed from this month. The Registration and Electoral Office, or REO, says the personal information of 15,000 electors has been leaked after one of its staff members mistakenly sent the files to an unknown email address. As Wendy Wong reports, the office says the case has been reported to the police. The REO said the staff member involved had intended to send the files to her personal email account on Wednesday to facilitate her work, but entered an incorrect address. The files containing the Chinese and English names, as well as residential addresses of about 15,000 registered voters, were subsequently emailed to an unknown recipient. The office said it has notified the recipient via email to permanently delete the files. It added that the staff member has violated departmental guidelines and has been assigned to other duties. The REO apologised to the electors affected and said they will be notified. It said the case has been reported to the police, the Privacy Commissioner, the Office of the Government Chief Information Officer and the Electoral Affairs Commission. It said it will investigate the incident and carry out a review to prevent similar occurrences, adding that it will remind all staff members to comply with departmental guidelines and exercise due care when handling electors' personal data. Meanwhile, Mrs Lam says the government will begin handing out anti-epidemic kits to some 3 million households next month. They'll contain rapid COVID test kits, high-grade masks, traditional Chinese medicine, information pamphlets and a greeting card. Mrs Lam says she hopes the kits will encourage people to test themselves more often. She spoke through an interpreter. 
。我真係希望咧，就誒廣大市民。I call upon the public that upon receiving and the RAT kits, do use them on a regular basis. I understand that there are a lot of people doing tests with RAT kits every day. Now I hope that the supply bags would allow families to do more RAT tests. And onto the weather: mainly cloudy with one or two showers. More showers tomorrow with isolated thunderstorms. There'll be coastal mist. Temperatures ranging between 23 and 27 degrees. Moderate south to southwesterly winds. Occasionally fresh. The outlook: occasional showers and isolated thunderstorms in the following couple of days. It's going to be appreciably cooler on Sunday and remaining cool on Monday and Tuesday. The weather is going to improve in the middle and latter parts of next week. Currently at the observatory, it's 26 degrees Celsius. The relative humidity is standing at 84 percent. RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past 11. The chief executive Carrie Lam says protecting Hong Kong will remain her priority as a coalition of airlines called on the administration to ease arrival and departure testing requirements for crew. The airlines say the tests lead to delays and put staff at risk of having to quarantine. Mrs. Lam said at her daily COVID briefing that she would consider the letter, but she reiterated that public health is the main consideration. We will do what is、uh, reasonable,、uh, but the、uh, prerequisite is we should、uh, protect Hong Kong from importation of cases from abroad, because as you have heard,、uh, the、um, uh, World Health Organization. Yeah, the pandemic is still quite serious in different parts of the world, and should, we should not let our guard down、uh, in order to ensure that、uh, Hong Kong could come out of this、uh, fifth wave as soon as possible. Aviation startup Greater Bay Airlines says it plans to launch its maiden commercial flight this summer after receiving a five-year operating permit from the local regulator last month. The carrier, founded by mainland tycoon Bill Wong, is now seeking traffic rights and operating permits for other territories. Timmy Sung spoke to the airline's CEO Algernon Yao. We got the Atlas license for 104 destinations、uh, that we apply by the end of February. So after getting all these licenses, then we still have to go through a lot of process to to apply for destination、uh, by the Hong Kong government. And also, we have to apply for some traffic rights to some destinations, and we need to get operating permit in other countries and slots at the airport to operate. So, after getting the Atlas license, and you need to apply for all those process and permission. It will take you about three to four months' time to have all this completed. So, probably we will be able to start operation by middle of this year. So we're talking about perhaps during the summer holidays.、Uh, yes, about summer holiday. Yes. So it is all in according to the schedule. There is nothing、um, delaying us because everything has to depend upon the Atlas license. And、uh, how many、uh, launch destinations are we talking about?、Uh, well, we have three aircraft. Probably we will be operating to places in Southeast Asia, and Northeast Asia, and also in places in mainland as well. There's no definite plan at this moment on the destinations because we have to look at the pandemic situation and the business recovery. 
An infectious disease expert says the government should not tighten social distancing measures if there is a modest rebound in COVID infections in future. Ivan Hung from the University of Hong Kong says half of the SAR's people likely have natural immunity from being infected, while the vaccination rate should reach 90% by June. Professor Hong said it should be safe to open up further in the summer. They will not need to wear masks at outdoor, especially when they're playing sports. And then, of course, all the restaurants and things could open up and bar could open up maybe to full capacity. And then basically, a return travelers, they only have to come in and do a PCR test. If they are fully vaccinated, then they don't need to undergo quarantine if their PCR is negative. If they are PCR positive, then they only need to undergo home quarantine for seven days, and then they could be released once the RIT, the rapid engine test, turns negative. The University of Hong Kong has named Wallace Lau its Chair of Rheumatology and Clinical Immunology as Interim Dean of Medicine. He'll take up the role on August the 1st when Gabriel Lang leaves for a senior role at the Jockey Club. HKU says Professor Lau will take on the role while it launches a global search for Professor Lang's replacement. The Labour Secretary, Lord Chi Kuang, says he expects the employment situation to start improving after next month. Joblessness for the three months to the end of February reached 4.5% as a fifth wave of the COVID pandemic took hold. Speaking on RTHK's Money Talk program, Mr Law said there's reason to hope the situation would ease as government consumption vouchers and an unemployment support scheme bore fruit. We hope that the economy will be able to pick up uh, next month. So if we look at those figures, uh, we'll expect the highest unemployment rate will be reflected in the three months uh, between um, uh, February, March and April. So, so by, by then, it will, it will start coming down. Almost a quarter of a million aspiring homeowners have applied to buy heavily subsidized homes ahead of yesterday's deadline. They were expected to go into a draw for the right to buy flats under the home ownership scheme at prices of between one and a quarter million and five point three million dollars. The number of applications is slightly higher than for the last batch of HOS flats, although with more homes available, there are fewer applicants per home. Kenny Ng from the Concerning Grassroot Housing Rights Alliance says the homes are still out of reach for poor families. In Hong Kong, many people would like to buy a flat, but at the level, the price level is really, really high, even a higher level. And that's why there's a gap between the rental housing to the kind of public housing. So for the grassroots, for those who are living in subdivided flats, they just want a flat that they can, they are affordable. Seven people suspected of being linked to the kidnapping of a cryptocurrency trader in Hong Kong last November have been arrested by mainland authorities and handed over to the SAR. Natalie Ching reports. A police source said Guangdong authorities arrested the seven men in Shanwei and Foshan over the past few days. They're expected to be charged shortly. Eight other people are already set to face trial over the abduction of the cryptocurrency trader. They are alleged to have held him for about a week in a squatter hut in Taipo, where he was said to have been badly beaten. 
Police reports at the time said the 39-year-old man was kidnapped by a gang in Kowloon Bay on November the 6th as he met someone who was claimed online to be interested in buying digital currency. The man was reportedly lured to an industrial building in the area before being taken to a container terminal and later the remote squatter hut in Namhang Chun. Police said the alleged kidnappers demanded a $30 million in ransom from the man's family, but this was not paid. Officers said the victim managed to escape six days after he was abducted. President Biden has announced a major deal with the EU to reduce Russia's reliance on Russian gas. Mr. Biden said the U.S. would step up its own supplies of liquefied natural gas to the EU this year, sending an additional 15 billion cubic meters. We're coming together to reduce Europe's dependence on Russian energy. Putin has issued Russia's energy resources to coerce and manipulate its neighbors. He's used the profits to drive his war machine. The United States welcomed the European Union's powerful statement, committing to rapidly reduce its dependence on Russian gas. Today, we've agreed on a joint game plan toward that goal, while accelerating our progress toward a secure, clean energy future. The president of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, who appeared at a news conference with Mr. Biden, said Europe would work to end the use of Russian fossil fuels completely. Russia says there has been no significant progress at talks with Ukraine 30 days after Moscow's military attacked the country. Russian news agencies reporter Kremlin aide Vladimir Medinsky as saying that positions were drawing closer on minor issues, but that they were marking time on major political issues. To sports now, and in cricket, Australia have claimed a historic win against Pakistan, finishing 1-0 up in the three-test series after winning the final match by 115 runs on the fifth day in Lahore. Set a challenging 351-run target, Pakistan were bowled out for 235 with Iman Ul-Haq scoring 70 and skipper Babar Azam 55. The first two tests in Rawalpindi and Karachi ended in draws. And now for a roundup of the latest football news from England, here's the BBC's Sana Raja Vahaya. Are Manchester United close to getting their man? Ajax manager Eric Ten Hag has been spoken to about becoming the new boss at Old Trafford. Ralph Ranić has been the interim manager since Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was sacked in November. The club say, though, they're not rushing into anything. Ten Hag led Ajax to a league and cup double last season and his side are currently top of the Dutch league. Other names in the frame include PSG boss Mauricio Pochettino and Sevilla's Julian Lopetegui. And sticking with Manchester United, Paul Pogba has revealed his World Cup winner's medal has been stolen after a burglary from his home. The Frenchman won the World Cup in 2018 and is out of contract in the summer and linked with a move away from United with a host of Europe's top clubs believed to be wanting to sign him. Pogba joined United after a then world record transfer fee of US$117 million US dollars in 2016 from Juventus. And six groups have made public their interest in buying Chelsea. Four billion US dollars is the asking price. But whilst that's going on, Roman Bramovich, the owner whose sanctioning from the UK government precipitated this sale, has been allowed to put in an extra 40 million US dollars to help keep the club running this month. And that's the news from RTHK.
Presley's One Night With You. It's actually called One Night of Sin originally. Sung by a guy called Smiley Lewis. I think Elvis did actually do a version of that. It did get released back in the 80s, if I'm not mistaken. There's triple negative in there. Well, I ain't never did no wrong. I remember years ago when I was a kid, I said to my dad, I didn't do nothing. I got a clip around the ear and he says to me, well, if you didn't do nothing, you must have done something. Welcome to the second hour. Peter King with you through till 1 a.m. 